Well, hey there. I'm so happy you're here. We are going to be talking about micronutrients today, which is a little bit different because I feel like I talk about macronutrients all the time. Macronutrients are macros. They're proteins, fats, and carbs. And I talk about those a lot and how the balance of them is very effective for our goals, whether it's building muscle, maintaining, or losing fat. It's always important to have a good balance of those. But we rarely talk about micronutrients, which means a little of things that we need. So macro means we need a lot of it, and micro means we need a little of it. But just because we need less of it than obviously proteins, fats, and carbs, we need, you know, a little of it, if that's easier to understand, doesn't mean that we can't be totally deficient in certain things, which are hindering our abilities to feel good, to have energy, to lose fat, to not be fatigued, to affect our mental health. There's so many things, and it can be these small little micronutrients that are part of the problem and playing into what we have going on. So today I am going to point out a couple of them and help raise awareness of what they do, why they're helpful for us, and why we should be aware that we are not deficient in these vitamins and minerals and hopefully make you more aware of them so you can make sure that they're high enough to help you with your health and with all your goals so that you feel more balanced throughout the week. It's not always just about like fat loss or muscle building, but it's about how we feel. Like, do you feel good every day? If you don't, you might have a deficiency. So we're only gonna break down three of them today. I'm really excited about them. Even as I was doing the research, I also wanna say, I documented every single study that I looked up. So if I say a study shows this, I promise you it's going to be in my show notes clearly documented because I think that matters. It's really easy online for people to just say, oh, research shows. And it's like, wait, what research? Where'd you get that? Are you making that up? Did you find that on Instagram? (laughs) So I don't want to do that. Everything's going to be documented that we talk about today. And I think you're going to love it. So let's get into it. But first, I want to say thank you for subscribing to the podcast. If you are new here, make sure that you do subscribe. Go wherever you listen to and click on the top three buttons and make sure you're following so all the episodes are downloaded right away. And today for our podcast review, it is from KT Dove, and it says, I listen to the show every week. Andrea is such a breath of fresh air. Her content is relatable and most importantly, empowering. Once I found her podcast, I listened to every episode to educate myself on women's health and after the birth of my first child. In her opening credit, Andrea says, I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. It truly feels like I'm listening to a friend when I listen to her podcast. KT Dove, you are listening to a friend. I feel like when I meet people in person that like listen to the podcast or follow me on social media, my social media handle is deliciously fit the letter N healthy. And when I meet people in person, they like try to shake my hand and I'm like, oh no, we're hugging. We're friends. Like we are really friends. So thank you for that review. If you could take the time to write a review, it does help the podcast grow. It helps me also continue to think of new ideas and feel like we are friends. So I would really appreciate that. So you can review the podcast wherever you listen as well. And also if you do find the podcast helpful, I would really appreciate if you would share it with your friends, coworkers, siblings on social media anywhere. Anytime we can spread the word and help more people understand and help simplify more topics, it's going to be better. So thank you so much again for all of your love and support. Lastly, today's show is sponsored by Cozy Earth. 
I am a massive fan of Cozy Earth. They are these amazing bamboo bedding and loungewear. So we actually have the sheets, and I absolutely love them. There's a couple things. A, they're super soft, so they're, like, perfect if you have sensitive skin. They're temperature regulating, so if you're postpartum, they can help with your night sweats. They are so easy to wash. We've washed ours multiple times. And one of my issues with sheets is I hate when it starts to pill a little bit or get like rough. These do not. They are amazing. And they have a 10-year warranty. Also, the discount code I have for you is going to be the highest discount code you will find on them, I promise. It is going to be simple, 40. Again, the company is Cozy Sheets. They are just so soft and amazing. And I am kind of a cold sleeper and my husband is a hot sleeper and we've actually really enjoyed them because of the temperature regulating feature that they kind of have naturally in them from being bamboo. So again, it's Simple 40 and it's Cozy Earth. If you want a quality pair of sheets, these are going to be it. All right, now let's get into what deficiencies might be hindering your goals or, in general, hurting your health. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. All right, so as I mentioned, I talk about macronutrients all the time. So today we're going to talk about a handful of micronutrients, which are things that our body needs in smaller doses. Oftentimes, an issue that people have is they think, oh, well, I eat plenty of food, so I probably don't have any nutrient deficiencies. And that's actually incorrect because people who undereat and also people who overeat can both be deficient in certain nutrients that we need. And oftentimes, these nutrient deficiencies can hinder our ability to see progress in our goals, whether it's fat loss or building muscle. Now, I do want you to keep in mind throughout this episode that weight loss and having resistance to weight loss or issues building muscle or some of those things, it isn't all linked to obviously nutrient deficiencies. They can be related to hormones, they can be related to stress, inadequate sleep, and plenty of other health issues. But today, I want to address some things that we can easily change based on what we are eating or what we're supplementing that can help boost the process of whatever we're looking for in our goals. So as I mentioned, nutrient deficiencies can happen when people are under eating and overeating. And that's the biggest mistake people make is they think, oh, well, I'm eating plenty of food, so I'm getting plenty of stuff. I'm getting plenty of vitamins and minerals. But that's actually not always correct. Oftentimes, if your diet is filled with a lot of fast foods or processed foods, they can be empty calories and you won't be getting those essential vitamins and minerals or those essential fats needed for your body to work properly to help with weight management or just to feel good in your skin, whichever you're kind of looking for in that moment. So it's not just about always not eating enough because that's a misconception and that people think, oh, well, I have enough food. So I want you to be aware of that as well as we talk today. 
The other thing I want you to think about is, as I mentioned, I'm going to share study after study today because a lot of the stuff that I researched, it blew my mind too. I was like, oh my gosh, I did not know that. I cannot wait to share that. That is so cool. So I am going to, again, link all of those in the notes. And I want you to be aware of how common deficiencies in macronutrients truly are. 30% of American diets fall short in vitamin C, vitamin E, magnesium, and vitamin A. And over 80% of Americans have low vitamin D. Nine out of 10 are deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. And that is just the beginning. That's just a handful of numbers I found. And I thought, oh my gosh, 30% of American diets and 80% are low in vitamin D? That is crazy. So it really is more common than we think. So today I'm going to point out a handful of vitamins that I think are going to be helpful for you to be aware of and making sure you're getting enough foods that include them or taking a supplement if need be. The ones I'm going to talk about today can help boost your ability to lose weight. They can help boost your metabolism. They can give you energy and they can even combat mental health like anxiety and depression. That almost sounds like a superhero power. Like I'm like, okay, sign me up. Where do I get that bad boy? Like when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so many things that like just what we digest can help us do that. That is amazing. Amazing. I think sometimes we're always looking for like a quick fix or how to do this or that. And a lot of times we can do it through our food and through making sure that we're getting enough of those. So I'm just going to point out in a handful today and I hope that you find them helpful and I hope that it encourages you to look into more different vitamins that I'm going to talk about today to see, am I getting enough of these? Am I, you know, really taking care of myself and see if it maybe helps you boost your energy and your health. So the first one today I'm going to discuss is vitamin C. When I hear about vitamin C, all I think is like, oh yeah, it helps me not get a cold. It helps my immune. I have never really thought that much else about vitamin C. But as I was doing research, I found that low levels of vitamin C have been linked in studies to larger waistlines and higher BMIs. So I thought that is so interesting. And then I found a study that explained that individuals with adequate amounts of vitamin C oxidize 30% more fat and exercise than people who have low vitamin C levels. So those two studies really made sense to me because I'm like, if you have higher levels of vitamin C, if it's an adequate amount, that means that in your workouts, you are burning, you are oxidizing fat 30% more than those with low vitamin C, which could explain why studies show that sometimes people with low vitamin C have bigger waistlines and higher BMIs. That alone to me is fascinating. Like I was like, wow, I don't even have to have anything but vitamin C and my oxidation of fat goes up 30% in my workouts. Thank you very much. Sign me up. I am a believer in vitamin C now. Not only that, but vitamin C is also water soluble. So it acts as a diuretic causing the kidneys to remove sodium and water and other things from the body, which helps relax the blood vessels, which basically means it helps lower your blood pressure. So not only does it help with immunity and hair and skin, it also helps lower your blood pressure, which is really awesome. And it helps you burn more fat in your workouts. Win, win, win. So where is vitamin C found? You can find it easily in vegetables and fruits. You can find it in common ones where it's really high in vitamin C are sweet potatoes, cantaloupes, citrus fruits, 
broccoli, red cabbage, green peppers, red peppers, and kiwis. And you can always choose a supplement if you need to, but I would always suggest to try to do whole foods first. And then if you're not getting enough whole foods, then a supplement is a great idea. But those are just some simple ideas of how you can bump up your vitamin C, which is going to bump up your ability to oxidize fat if you have adequate amounts. Win, win, win. The next vitamin that I wanted to talk about that is really important is vitamin D. So research shows that often when people have a low amount of vitamin D, it is also linked to a larger waistline and a higher body fat in both men and women. There are so many different things to figure out. They can't really figure out which came first, like the low vitamin D or the, you know, high BMIs, the higher body weight. It's like the chicken and the egg, which came first. Some researchers felt that there might be low vitamin D because with someone who is obese, they might not be having as much nutrients-dense food, so they're not getting as much vitamin D in their food, or that oftentimes people who are overbese aren't as active, so they are inside more and they're not getting natural vitamin D from the sun. So that was one theory. Or something that was also thought of as I looked this up and thought, what is this, you know, was it the chicken or the egg that came first when it's linking low vitamin D, I should say, to obesity is because possibly low vitamin D is also linked to fatigue. So it makes it difficult for people to exercise if they're having extreme fatigue. It's also linked to low bone density if you have low vitamin D. So that can mean that you are more prone to injuries, you have more aches and pains, and it is also linked to depression. And depression, as we know, it can make it more difficult for you to want to exercise. So it's tricky, like which is coming first, the low vitamin D, which causes people to become overweight, or they're overweight and then the vitamin D goes down. And it's a little tricky to decide which, but either way, it's, it's correlated, so we want to try to see how can we adjust this, and one way is to simply try to work on our vitamin D. So I want to tell you about two super cool studies that were done on vitamin D, and they blew my mind. One of them was a double-blind study that had 218 obese females that participated, and they had them doing an exercise program and a solid diet, and half of them, so 114 of them, they gave a vitamin D supplement while at rest in that group. So half of them had the vitamin D, and half of them did not have the vitamin D, and this was a 12-month study, and researchers found that the group that had the vitamin D lost an average of seven pounds more than those without the vitamin D, and they had lower than required blood levels. So So they lost more weight. Everything was the same for these two groups of women, except one group had a vitamin D supplement and they lost an average of seven pounds more and their blood pressure was lower than it needed to be, which is great. The second study that backed that one was done by the International Journal of Preventative Medicine, and it did a study with that was very similar to the last one with obese people and overweight women, and they put them on a vitamin D supplement a treatment for six weeks, and then the researchers found that they had a reduction in their BMIs and their overall weight just from a vitamin D supplement for six weeks. That is so cool. That is two studies back-to-back that are super amazing, both linked in the bio, to show that vitamin D does make a difference in our ability to maintain our weight and if we need it for weight loss. Now, hear me out. It is not a weight supplement. You need to work out. You need to exercise. You need to take care of yourself. You need to sleep. But if your vitamin D is low, it is hindering your ability to have success. So making sure that you're having adequate amounts of vitamin D is going to be helpful. Now, you might be saying, how can I test if my vitamin D is low? Uh, A couple things you can do. They do have home tests. 
I've never done a home test, so I'm not going to recommend one. If you get online, you can research them. I never will recommend anything unless I've tried it myself. So you can get one online. You can go to a doctor and get your vitamin D tested. And even if you don't want to do either of those, you can just try to eat more foods that have vitamin D or even get out in the sun because our body naturally increases our vitamin D as we're out in the sun. I know that you guys know Chris Walsh, who was on the podcast before. He did a whole episode on hormones. And he explained to me one time in person that our vitamin D is taken in often through our stomach and our back. So sometimes getting a little bit of sun, sitting in your backyard while your kid's jumping on the trampoline and just letting your belly sit in the sun for 15 minutes is all you need. We're not talking about hours and hours outside. We're meaning just, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, get out as often as possible. I know that is difficult depending on where you live. I live in Arizona, so that's a little bit easier for me, but it is a natural option. The other things you can do is you can increase it in your food if you can't get outside more. You can increase your fatty fishes are always a good idea, cod liver oil, tuna, salmon, egg yolks. They can even fortify milk and yogurt with it, and they have fortified cereals now that help increase the amount of vitamin D. I know this is true because about two years ago, Right after Easty was born, I was super tired. I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I just, I'd finished nursing and I thought, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with my hormones. Something's off. And I was just super tired. And I got my hormones tested and I just found out my vitamin D was low. And I just made sure to go outside more often. And it does take time. It's not going to be like one week and you're going to feel better. It takes a couple months or add a vitamin D supplement. So I know that low vitamin D does decrease your energy like that alone, but also all these other links that we talked about, which is pretty amazing. So try to get outside more and try to eat some of those foods that we talked about that are going to help increase your vitamin D because that's going to help you maintain your goals or reach for new ones. The last supplement I want to talk about that could be super helpful for helping you maintain a healthy lifestyle is omega-3s. So often we talk about, you know, omega-3s and omega-6s. And I think that People say, yeah, 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 I'll have one. But do you really understand the benefits of how much a supplement of that would be useful? Omega-3s do also have vitamin A and vitamin D in them, but it varies product to product based on what you're buying or what you're eating. Omega-3s really help with your metabolism. That's right. Omega-3s help speed up your metabolism. One study found that healthy women, they gave them three grams of fish oil per day for 12 weeks and their metabolic rates increased by 14%, which is equivalent to burning an extra 187 calories per day. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is an amazing, amazing study just saying, yeah, sometimes if you make sure you have enough vitamins and minerals, in this case referring to omega-3s, it can help you increase your metabolism. And as you guys know, if we increase our metabolism, because I talk about it all the time on the podcast, we increase our metabolism, then we increase our ability to add muscle. And muscle burns more calories than fat burns, which means we burn even more calories throughout the day and our muscle mass increases and our metabolism rates continue to get higher. So it's just like a catalyst of like more muscle, more calories burned, able to eat more, able to add more muscle, able to eat more. And then we aren't on these like yo-yo, like let me try to eat as little as possible, as little as possible, as little as possible. So that's a pretty amazing thing about fish oil that it can help improve your metabolism. 
I found a handful of other studies about that. One showed it increased it by 6%, one showed 7.3%, but this one at 14% I thought was pretty impressive. I found another study that showed consuming omega-3s may help amplify the number of calories and the amount of fat you burn in your exercise. So this study showed that women who were given 3 grams of fish oil, which is omega-3s, 3 grams of fish oil for a 12-week period burned 10% more calories and about 19 to 27% more fat when they exercised. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's right there with the vitamin C. Remember the vitamin C, it said it helps you oxidize fat 30% faster. Having omega-3s with a fish oil can help you burn 10% more calories. And of those calories, 19 to 20% more fat when you exercise. That is fantastic. So omega-3s are good for burning fat, good for your blood flow, good for lowering your insulin, and good for your cortisol levels. They are super amazing. Easy ways to get omega-3s, as I said, fish, other seafoods, nuts, seeds, plant oils such as flaxseed oil or canola oil also, and chia seeds and walnuts. Those are all great ways. Or again, you can supplement and just do a supplement of a fish oil once or twice a week. I try to have salmon at least once a week. Um, That's realistic for me. I would love to pretend I can get in more than that, but I feel like that's doable. Those are my three secret vitamins that I want to make sure that you are aware of because they are going to help you feel good, have energy, lower your blood pressure, help, you know, as I mentioned, that low vitamin D was linked to depression and anxiety. Like it can help boost that up. It can help you do better in your exercise, make them more effective. There's so many benefits of just vitamin and minerals that we often overlook because we get so focused on proteins, fats, and carbs. And while those things are important, there's more to the big picture of health. So I hope that these ideas of these vitamins that I talked about today are useful for you and these minerals that we need. And again, I do want to remind you that having a solid nutrition plan where you're eating balanced foods, you're focusing on fruits and vegetables and complex carbs and healthy fats and solid proteins is always going to be the best choice with exercise. And these are going to be supplemental to help make sure that you're not having a deficiency in these But at the same time, you know, anytime, even if you're eating healthy, you can still be deficient in certain areas. As I mentioned, I was pretty healthy, but I was still low in vitamin D. And when I was aware of that and I started working on it, I did notice my fatigue faded. It really did go away. So it's really useful to try to think about like maybe it's not just our food that's affecting our health. Maybe it's our our micronutrients, our vitamins and minerals. So I want you to think about that. Think about your diet. Think about if you're getting enough whole foods or if you might need to add a supplement to make sure that your vitamins and minerals are on point so that they are not the problem that could be part of what's hindering you from feeling good, from having energy, from maintaining weight, from losing fat, from building muscle, from whatever it is, it's all linked. Like there is a big picture to health and it's not just about how many carbs did you put in your mouth? How much fat did you put in your mouth? How much exercise did you? There's so many layers to it. So I really hope that this made you think about, am I getting enough vitamins and minerals? And make you really think about it. I think that's really important. And it made me think about it too. Like, oh, I need to make sure that I'm aware of that and that I'm possibly even adding a supplement. So I hope you got some really great ideas today. Again, if this episode was helpful, please share it. It does help the podcast. And as always, you are doing better than you think you are. We'll chat next week.